From Point Conception to the Mexican border, this is the SoCal Bite. I'm Nathan Callahan. On today's menu, big picture people. I draw a salary to work with big picture people in spite of the self-ascribed grandeur of their visions and the sincerity of their altruistic posturing, I really can't handle their crap without compensation. Sometimes serious compensation. Big picture people. Let's call them BPP. Imagine the world is divided into two types of people. BPP and small pp. They contrive this sizable distinction in an attempt to justify their contribution to the world in which the rest of us do the heavy lifting, constructing canvases for their so-called masterpieces. It's a binary shakedown. Here's their scam. BPP say that they and they alone have overarching solutions for the world's problems. It's a weird kind of secular Gnosticism in which most of us are considered incapable of understanding the ways of the world. While BPP act like engineers, small PPs, on the other hand, are assigned the task of quarrymen tirelessly rolling Sisyphus-like boulders against all logic. Life is good at the bottom of the hill, where the BPP lounge like happy pigs in shit, dreaming of even greater enterprises for the small PP. In my BPP experience, I've learned that it's best not to annoy the pig. Pigs have no interest in learning to sing. They prefer to tell others how to sing. Explaining that to BPP is a waste of time. Go ahead and try. If you confront a BPP with any bumps in the canvas of their vision they invariably interpret your actions as an inability to see the big picture. Remember, BPP are too busy painting broad strokes to acknowledge any pesky details like running out of paint or flames at the foot of the easel. In the past, the best way to deal with big picture people was to suffer their arrogance and disregard their ignorance. But that may be changing. I've noticed a disturbing BPP uptick in the trend-setting place I call home, Southern California. Big-picture people numbers are growing here. The Internet is infested with them, and their day-glow lawn signs litter the landscape. Recently, in Santa Ana, I spotted what seemed a constellation of BPP offering macro perspectives, waving their arms emphatically, spitting out BPP platitudes on spiritual matters, innovation, creative powers, ahead-of-the-curve thinking, and cultural paradigms. You know, big-picture stuff. As of yet, it's not clear if the BPP number surge is driven by the current Meg Whitman, Jerry Brown gubernatorial face-off, Scientology, or the fear of global warming. What is clear is that too many BPP spoil the cultural broth. As P.J. O'Rourke says, everybody wants to save the world, but nobody wants to help mum with the dishes. In other words, we've learned to think globally, but some of us have forgotten that local is usually the thing that's standing next to us. Oftentimes, it's not very big. 
But it's the little things that make life such a big deal. Big picture people don't see it that way. They think of small things as bothersome details. To them, mum's happiness is a dead end, a moot and nettlesome point. The BPP agenda, however, is to them a very big deal. It is directly linked to the BPP ego. The more their big picture becomes everyone else's concern, the higher they climb in the cultural popularity charts. And so on and so on, like Euroboros. It's a snake-eating-its-tail thing that can only lead to spiraling manipulation inflation. But if BPP numbers continue to rise, Mum will not be very happy. Like I said, I draw a salary to work with big-picture people. The bigger the picture, the greater my fee. I know that this sounds a little mercenary, but it's the only way I can deal with the hubris of big-picture people. Besides, I get great delight from putting their money to good use in the small PP world. I generously tip the waitress with a neoprene splint on her wrist. I buy homeboy bread and give it to the soup kitchen. I start work a little later on Thursday morning so that I can roll Mum's trash cans out to the curb, even though she is perfectly capable of doing it herself. It's Mum's who teach us the value of work the details of matching socks and wiping our tushies. Mums are the antithesis of big-picture people. That's why I've launched my own big picture. It's for the mums of the world. My message is simple. Big-picture people don't see the big picture. What big-picture people see is an opportunity to con the rest of us into their agenda. Resist. Tell them what mums said. Get down from your high horse. That's not to say that there aren't comprehensive thinkers in the world. Comprehensive thinkers, however, have no time for the big picture game. Comprehensive thinkers don't generalize. Rather, they agonize over details until they discover broad universal theories. Comprehensive thinkers not only accept, but welcome work. To call them big picture people is an insult. In Calvin and Hobbes, Calvin answers an American history essay question, what was the significance of the Erie Canal with the line, in the cosmic sense, probably nil. Calvin then says, we big picture people rarely become historians. Or anything else, I might add. It's the small steps that stick. And like I said, it's best not to annoy the pig. Mm -hmm.